And so, Father, thank you that you you speak. Thank you that you keep on speaking. And as we as we hear from your word, Lord, we just pray that you would carry on speaking to us. Give us the the stuff to keep on going. Lord, would you bring your nourishment to us? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So um, we're starting a, a new series. We're starting to, to look at the parables of Jesus. And today we're going to be looking at the parable of uh, the tree and its fruits and the wise and foolish builders. But with the parables, it's, it's really important that we, we know what they're all about. You know, so, so why the parables? Why do we need to, to look at these stories that Jesus told? And it's important because there's so much to learn from them. There's so much to learn about um, the human heart, what we, what we think and what we, we dream about, the things that, that kind of lead us into things. They tell us a whole lot about the, the kingdom of God, like the kingdom is like this or, or like that. But they also share some of God's heart for us about what, what he says about us, like the, the parable of the lost son where, where God goes after, after the lost and, and brings us home. Uh, and it's also important because Jesus taught these stories that there are things in them that we need to really grasp and hold on to. And so, well, what are they? They, they are stories. They're things that everyone can relate to. People from rural communities that aren't particularly well-educated, there's something for them. There's something for, for people who, who are really well-educated, like Pharisees and teachers of the law. Those of us who, you know, even some of us who have theology degrees, there's something for us to learn in there as well. That there's stuff that is just sort of surface meaning, but... There's also things that are a little bit deeper that we need to think about. But of course, these parables, these stories that Jesus told, are the most common way Jesus teaches a wide audience of people. It's not just one or two people that he's sharing these parables with. It's with a huge range of people, from rich to poor to, to, to some who are kind of more Greek and some who are very Jewish and everything in between. And so just as we begin to think about that, I wonder, Sharon, if you wouldn't mind reading from, from those parables in, in Luke chapter 6. A tree in its fruit. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognised by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. But the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and then do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my word and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundations on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house. Sorry, when a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. 
The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Thanks so much, Sharon. So I wonder why these two parables, they, they come one after the other, but both of them are, are so interlinked between the two. But we have to kind of look at it. We have to really wrestle with these things to get out what's the most. These two parables of the tree and its fruit and the wise and foolish builders come together as Jesus is teaching the people on the plain. It's got echoes. The teaching of Jesus on the plain has echoes of the Sermon of the Mounts that we see in Matthew's gospel. But here it's a, a different group of people that Jesus is sharing some of the same stuff as he did in Matthew's gospel. But it's to a different group of people, people from Judea and from Jerusalem, from the kind of bit around sort of central Israel, as well as people from Tyre and Sidon. It tells us uh, Luke 6, 17 and 18. And these people were, some of them were more well-educated. They were, they were less rural people. They, were, they kind of grasped more of, of the sort of narratives maybe a little bit more intelligent, but we can't be too sure on that. But it's got those sort of glimpses of the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel was more towards Galilee and the Sea of Galilee and the Decapolis, the 10 sort of Greek cities around the Sea of Galilee. But, but here it's to this mix of people near Jerusalem. And we have the sort of image that first comes up that Jesus tells us of no good tree can bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Now, when we were growing up in, in South Africa, we had two avocado trees growing in our garden. Now, one of the trees was really good and kind of the beautiful Hass avocados that were just right that you kind of want to pick and have on toast. Um, it would make millennials go crazy. But the other tree we had was a sort of a different kind of avocado. We used to call them the sort of buttery avocados, which were a little bit gross. They were harder than the other ones. They just didn't seem to be great. And both of these varieties, they looked like the same tree, but the fruit was different. The amazing one was great and we used to get them, although our dogs used to eat the avocados, which was a bit grim. But they looked, they looked the same, but they tasted very different. And you had to be careful of which tree you got the fruit from. Otherwise, if you were confused, you were in for a little bit of a shock when you took that first bite of, of Avalon toast. And it's it's that that Jesus is sort of beginning to teach into, that you can only tell the trees apart by the fruit that they produce. And then we see Jesus relating this to good and evil people. It's about the, the fruit that these people produce that makes all the difference. The good man producing good fruit and the evil person producing bad fruit. And Sometimes the good and the evil person look the same, but the fruit is very different. The things that they do, the things that come out of them are very different. What it's saying here is that we will produce fruit, whether we are good or whether we are evil. 
just like those trees produce good they produce fruit regardless of whether they are good trees or whether they are bad trees and out of our heart the mouth speaks the mouth speaks of what the heart is full of and i wonder if you've been hearing some things this week that you're like oh we're not really sure about that is that good or is that bad and without getting into the sort of political climates you know we we look at what uh, maybe donald trump has been saying this week and we're not sure are we we're not sure is it is it good things or or is it not or maybe what's coming out of the the who is it is it good or is it not or out of the government but we will see what happens by the fruit that is produced well i wonder what um the fruit we're producing are is it good or is it bad what are our hearts full of because if our hearts are full of the things of god then good things will come if they're not then what will our fruit be and i think the biblical editors here kind of got it slightly wrong where they separated out these two these two parables because they are so intrinsically linked together why call me lord lord and don't do what i say you can't call jesus lord without producing good fruit you can't call jesus lord and produce the bad fruit that's going on either something's something's wrong if we're producing bad fruit and still call jesus lord what is the fruit we're producing if we are full of god if we are full of the things that he's given us the love that he's poured into our hearts what he's revealed to us by the spirit as we wrestle with the word what what comes out what comes out to our neighbors be it in lawley or priorsley or or wherever we live even wellington what's the fruit that comes out when when we're sort of pressed what's the fruit that comes out of our heart what are the things we say and then jesus begins to sort of change that to to builders like ones who build their houses on a rock they dig down and find good foundations some of the houses in uh, lawley that we've been talking about already today are are built on piles where there was a an open cast mine the piles go down and they they find the rock so that the houses don't collapse or or crack or or, or do other things uh, because of the movement they they go right down deep onto foundations or you build houses on just the bare soil and you kind of hope for the best but what's interesting here is that that on both of those two builders the same thing comes on them the flood comes and the and the torrent comes and they both face the same issues all of us across the country are facing the the covid-19 issues we're facing the the worries about what happens in 2 or 3 months time are we going to still have jobs are we still going to be able to afford the things that we have are our ways of life going to be the same are our is our health going to be there are our families even going to be around and and like these two builders the same issues face all of us the torrent comes the the flood comes one leads to survival and the other leads to destruction and we've got a choice on what we base our lives on 
either we base it on the the foundation that is God loves us, that God won't let us go, that he's going to walk with us through the, the difficulties of life. Or we decide to turn our back on him and go our own way. And, and here we've got to say, right, what are we building our lives on? What is the fruit that's going to come out of it? What, what tree are we like? So maybe just a few things to think about is, do we actually believe in Jesus? Do we think he is who he says he is? I know we've just had Easter, but as we go through the Gospels, are we certain about, do we know Jesus? Secondly is, what's the fruit that we're producing? Is it good or is it bad? If we look back over the last six months, what are some of the, the things we can say, well, I did that. And is it good? Is it bad? Is it good to other people? Is it good according to the things that Jesus teaches? And what are some of the things that, um, that are the good things that come out of this? What are the good foundations? What, are the, what does the good fruit look like? Well, kind of Jesus begins to speak about that a little bit more before in the, in the passage just before us. It's that, do we love people? Is love the, the motivator for doing things? Even the people that we might call enemies, even the people that just being in their presence riles us into reaction. Are we quick not to judge people? And I know I'm pretty terrible about that. People come onto the TV and I'm like, rrr, rrr, rrr. but what are the things, are we quick to judge? Are we quick to give freely, either financially or, or out of our time or, or, or to have a sort of bumps into us? Are we merciful to those who do things that completely bug us? Those are some of the things that, that Jesus was talking about on the, the Sermon on the Plain. So what about us then in, in lockdown? How do we treat people? How are we treating the people that are in our immediate sort of vicinity? We're in lockdown with our families, or sometimes we're in lockdown just by ourselves. But how are we treating people out of that? Are we treating them out of love? Or are we treating them out of frustration? How are we treating our families? Are we checking in on them? Are we kind of being with them in that? What are our actions? Because we will be producing something during this time. Is it good fruit? Is it not? Is it a home built on, on solid foundations or just on bearer? And I think the final thing for us to think about is can other people tell that we're apprentices of Jesus based on the things we're, we're saying and doing by the things we're spending money on? So that's the question for us today, really, is what are the things that are coming out of our heart? Are they the things of Jesus or aren't they? And it's only down to you and down to the Holy Spirit to check on those. But I just, maybe just for a moment, maybe we, we've been thinking and being quiet about the stuff that external to us. But why don't we just take a moment and think about our hearts, think about the things that motivate us. And then ask the Holy Spirit to come and, and share what we maybe need to get rid of and where we need to maybe begin to dig those foundations on, on him and him alone. Why don't we just pray for a moment, invite the Spirit to come, and then uh, we'll move on from that. So, Father, would you begin to show us what's in our, our hearts? Would you show us the, the fruit that's beginning to form on the branches of our lives? Lord, we don't want to just 
call you God. We don't want to just call you Lord and not actually have the fruit to back that up. So Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you just shine a light into our hearts and into our minds and into our lives? Would you show us the things that are yours and the things that aren't? So come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Now let's just wait on him.